Rev it up and welcome to Cars Yeah, show number 1757. Hey mom, happy birthday. This is Cars Yeah, where you'll enjoy interviews with inspiring automotive enthusiasts. Mark Green is here to provide you with a fuel injection of automotive inspiration. So get in, sit down, buckle up, and get ready for a wild ride here on Cars Yeah. Hello, inspiring automotive enthusiasts, and welcome to Cars Yeah. Today I'm in beautiful Newport, Rhode Island, among the mansions and a lot of beautiful old cars with a very special returning and dear friend of mine, Donald Osborne. Hey, Donald, welcome to Cars Yeah. Are you buckled up and ready for a fun ride? You bet, Mark, as ever. Now, before I give you a proper introduction as if you need one, you've been a guest here twice on Cars Yeah. Donald was a guest back in 2014 when I was just starting this craft of mine. He was very brave to come on my show and very kind, I should say, to give me a chance. He returned uh, as an author of a wonderful book we'll mention today as guest 671 back in 2016. And here we are again today. He's reinvented himself again. He just keeps doing this. I always ask my guests here to share one little thing about them that most people don't know. I don't know what people don't know about Donald Osborne, but what might it be with you, my friend? Well, Mark, um, some people do know that I have a particular affinity for music. Yes. Uh, Many people will not know that I was a professional opera singer. And uh, in fact, uh, I sang as a soloist at the Metropolitan Opera in New York, among other places. And uh, music still is very, very near and dear to me. And I try to uh, use and express my myself through music as much as I can. And I think, in fact, that I might have an opportunity to do that today because I understand that this is a rather special day in, in your family. Well, how did you know that it is? Well, you know, it, it's just one of those things that you you have intelligence and, and, and you just sort of get your feelers out and figure out what's going on. So... I think I'd like to surprise your mom on her birthday with a little greeting. So uh, hopefully uh, she'll appreciate this. So so here goes. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Beth. Happy birthday to you. Oh my gosh. I think my mom just like flipped out right there. That's pretty. Oh, well, mom, happy birthday today. Donald, thank you so much for doing that for her and for us. Uh, Yeah, very special mom in my life. Moms are special in everybody's lives. I sure hope so. Uh, She has been a very special one in mine. So happy birthday, mom. Awesome job. But let me give Donald a proper introduction and we're going to dive into his new life, his reinvented life again. Donald Osborne is the chief executive officer at Audrain in Newport, Rhode Island, where he oversees the Audrain Automobile Museum, Audrain's Newport Concorde Elegance and Motor Week, and Linkage, a new quarterly automotive publication and website. With their tagline, Geared for the Automotive Life, Linkage is all about the automotive marketplace. It's about driving, restoration, collecting events, and discovering the passion that we all have for vehicles. Donald Osborne is an automotive consultant. He's a historian, an accredited senior appraiser, and a member of the American Society of Appraisers. You'll recognize Donald, of course, from his many appearances with Jay Leno on Jay Leno's Garage, or no doubt you've seen him walking the lawns of numerous concourse events around the world. And he's an author. We're going to talk about that. His Transatlantic Style, A Romance of Fins and Chrome, is a magnificent book to add to your library. And Donald, you know, I was looking at my calendar. We met exactly last month, January, 10 years ago at the auctions in Arizona. So it's a 10-year anniversary of our friendship. Pretty cool. Happy anniversary to us. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I love it. I love it. You're awesome. Well, let's give our sponsors a quick thank you. When we come back, we're going to dive into your life. So sit tight. Enjoy that happy birthday song. We'll be right back with the great Donald Osborne. Did you know Covercraft offers you much more than car covers? 
floor mats, seat covers, and trunk liners. That's right. When you visit Covercraft.com, you'll find Cologne custom bras, Labra front end covers, and hood protectors that protect your vehicle's front end while you're on a road trip. No more rock chips or hours removing that nasty bug jerky from your grill and your paint. You'll find vehicle seat back organizers that keep everything in check, perfect for all the kids' things in the back seats, spidey gear webs that keep your cargo in your truck bed safely in place, seat heaters, cargo bars, pro nets, rooftop carriers, and pet travel barriers to keep Fido in the back seat. They even make tire covers. And don't forget their dash mat, dashboard covers that shield your vehicles from the sun's damaging UV rays and their sunscreens, my favorite. Their pet protection pads are easy to install, easy to remove, and washable. They protect your floors and seats from Fido's damaging claws, messy fur, and slobber. Everything in Covercraft is carefully engineered and quality made. I've used their interior protection on all my vehicles for many years. And I've got a really great deal for you. If you use the code YEAH21, Y-E-A-H-21, at Covercraft.com, you'll get 10% off. That's right, 10% off. So just use the code YEAH21 at checkout at Covercraft.com. Covercraft, protecting the things that move you. I found a new way to protect my vehicle. American Collectors Insurance. That's who now protects my Porsche Turbo, the one I call my orange crush. But did you know they also insure your valuable collectibles of automobilia and automotive collectibles? If you're like me, you've invested in a lot of cool automotive collectibles over the years. Those items are valuable. And if you were to lose them in a theft or a fire, well, try to get your normal homeowner's insurance to pay you what they're worth. Good luck with that. American Collectors Insurance provides you with assurance and confidence that your collectibles are fully covered. American Collectors Insurance have been protecting us automotive enthusiasts since 1976. They provided me with an agreed value insurance policy backed by a history of taking care of their clients. Give them a call today for a quote at 866-ACI-YEAH. That's 866-224-9324. And protect the ones you love. I did. American Collectors Insurance, classic car and collectible insurance designed by collectors for collectors, just like you and me. All right, we're having a little bit of birthday cake here. And as we continue on Donald's journey through life, I want you to start with perhaps a success quote, something new for you, a mantra, some kind of meaning that relates to this new venture in your life. Donald, I know you love to drive, so grab the wheel. <laughs> Thanks, Mark. I think that um, this transition from the uh, from the West Coast uh, back east to nearer my roots uh, really is uh, driven and guided by something that has been very important in my life as I mature, which is the fact that I'm allowing myself more time to be more human, to discover what it is to be able to make mistakes and and learn from them and not be afraid of them, not let fear get in the way of taking a chance, trying something new, and uh, and also being able to celebrate success in a way that um, that makes sense. Because you know it's it's something that that I have taken in that perspective is something that's really become much 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 more important to me. And the less I try, the more that comes to me. This is absolutely magnificent. We just came off of the most difficult, challenging year I think almost anybody's ever had. It's just really knocked everybody on their heels. And we were chatting a bit before we started the show today. You left California where you'd been for a while and went back east where you started your life. It really was coming back home, if you will. But there's a big transition from left coast to right coast, right? East to west, uh, west to east. I mean, it's really a change. So how is that concept of letting yourself be more human? I love the way you said that. I always think of you as very human being, but I like the concept. So how has that evolved into this move you made? And also we're going to dive deeper into Audrain and all the components that you uh, have engulfed yourself in. Oh my gosh. Well, Mark, I have found um, in my life that when I've made big changes, and I've done six completely different things in my life, from opera singing to retail to television production to marketing communications, advertising, corporate image and branding, I've done lots of different things, also done a lot of work with not-for-profit organizations, arts organizations, museums, opera companies, symphony orchestras, and 
All of these things seem to be completely separate and absolutely unrelated. I have found that in my new position here, amazingly enough, I've been able to combine every one of the things I've done before in a way that I could not have possibly planned. And that's when I'm finding that literally in, it was in October, 2019, that I was asked by the chairman here at the Audrain to come on board as CEO and lead the organization to a new period of growth and expansion. And when I think about it, when I woke up on January 1st, 2019 in uh, Rancho Mirage, California, I had no idea that a year later I'd be doing something completely different 3,000 miles away. And just by being open to it, I think that I've just been able to add so much to my life and hopefully to the lives of other people as well that have been touched by my work and by the work of the team here at the Audrain. I think that, um, you know, when we can be open to opportunity and not be afraid of a change. I know you have had lots of changes in your life and you've embraced <laughs> every one of them yep. and, and just run with it. And I think that's what it takes to really enjoy life and to bring the most to other people in your life. You know, the words be open to it. There's a, I'm going to put that under your picture, you know, be open to it because when we're open to things, you can't believe what opportunities can come your way if you let them come your way. And I think it was the great Sir Richard Branson that always said, when an opportunity comes, say yes and figure out how to do it later. And uh, there's a good segue into what you're doing. It, it's really magnificent how you've taken all these facets. You're, you're a bit of a diamond, I would say, Donald. You have all these facets that glitter, but they've all come together in this wonderful place called Audrain. So give our listeners a quick walk through Audrain Museum. Of course, the Concord that you guys started got a little waylaid last year because of that little pandemic thing that we had. And then we're going to dive into this new magazine, which I really want to share with my listeners because it's absolutely wonderful. And the website, my gosh, as if you don't have enough in your life. Let's just add some more facets, right? Well, that, that's the entire uh, point of this philosophy uh, of life. Uh, the Audrain consists of the Audrain Automobile Museum, which was founded back in 2014, and it's housed here in Newport in, a, in an historic 1903 Italian Renaissance building on Bellevue Avenue, the same uh, street just down the block from some of the great summer cottages of the, uh, the Co Vanderbilt. Cottages, and yes. I've been cottages. there. My son went to school in Rhode Island, and we toured some of those cottages. Humble, humble summer homes for six weeks and uh, by the sea. But, you know, Newport is a place that lives its history. I mean, Newport was one of the oldest cities in the United States, is one of the oldest cities in the United States, founded in the 1600s. And it lives, it's got great 18th century history, 19th century history, and 20th century history. And so the Audrain Automobile Museum here, we uh, showcase four different exhibitions a year in our gallery here on Bellevue Avenue. And uh, so we attract a great and varied crowd of dyed-in-the-wool, passionate enthusiasts for cars, local and regional residents who are crazy about cars and come to us to see our exhibitions. And of course, we're in Newport, so tourists come by as well. And they walk by and see, wow, this beautiful building, what's in here? Wow, look at those cars. Let's come in and check them out. And with the, uh, the pandemic, and we are also quite fortunate that the museum was only closed for two months. We were able to reopen under the Rhode Island State Guidelines back in June to a smaller uh, audience, but nonetheless, we were open. But during the time we were closed, we thought, how can we reach out to not only our local audience, but to a wider audience? So we greatly expanded all of our digital programming. We have a YouTube channel, the Audrain Museum Network, on which we post two new videos every week. Amazing. Uh, <laughs> thanks. It's uh, me uh, driving the cars from the, the Audrain Collections. Uh, some of my colleagues riding some of the motorcycles in the collection, taking virtual tours of the exhibitions as we open them, and also hosting programs such as the new Mansions and Motor Cars uh, show that I'm doing with Jay, in which we feature various cars from the collection and also some of these great, amazing historic houses here in Newport. And so the the natural extension of that was to continue and launch our quarterly magazine, Linkage, because it really expresses what we're all about here at the Audrain. Um, it's about that personal connection. Cars are wonderful. They're great objects, but they're objects that tell a story through their own history and how they affect us emotionally. 
And that's what linkage is, is all about. It's as, as you said, our, our subhead is geared for the automotive life, not lifestyle. This is a life. This is not someone, this is not us saying we need to have this car because it will make us look a certain way or people will think a certain thing about us. It's I need to have this car because it fulfills me emotionally and lets me express myself in the world. And to be able to connect with enthusiasts that are truly passionate all over the world with our columnists from Europe, from around the United States, and all talking about how they truly engage with the cars, um, whether it be buying and selling, uh, supporting the collector car hobby through restoration, insurance, no matter what it might be, and also how we came to love the particular cars that we are passionate about, and hopefully also help to extend that passion. If I'm somebody who's crazy about Corvettes, gee, I never knew this about Zotto Fraschini. Maybe I'll learn something. Maybe I'll say, wow, that's interesting. Let me find out more. That's what we want to do with this magazine. Well, you've done a wonderful job. I just watched uh, one of your videos the other day, you and Jay, and you guys play off each other very well. The dapper Donald and the t-shirted Jay Leno in the garage with greasy finger fingernails. And you guys are in front of a beautiful mansion. And there was a, a 60s, I think it was a 60s era Cadillac. And then you had an old Rolls Royce. And, uh, you know, it's just a really fun watch. It's a great way for me to take a break from the day, enjoy a little bit of car history and you guys. And since I know you, that's a fun element as as well but the, the magazine is fantastic the website i found is i won't say it's better but it's it it augments it it's a nice option to the magazine right that you can go and you can see so many different things and there's so much there this morning before we got on the phone here i was going through it and watching uh, a talk that you did with zach brown who was just a guest on cars yeah a few days ago and you had him at your facility and of course you know the ceo of mclaren i mean there you go so we run in some some nice circles together I think. Absolutely. Uh, and that, that brings up two things. Uh, you mentioned the fact, of course, that due to the pandemic, we could not have the Concord and Motor Week in 2020. But what we did do to commemorate the day that would have been our Concord, we had a Concord Tour d'Elegance, a 65 and a half mile tour with 80 cars. And we drove from Narragansett um, uh, Beach through that area over to Jamestown Island and around the island, around uh, Aquidneck Island and ended here in Newport. And Zach came to town and drove one of our cars. He, he drove our um, wonderful 1936 Bugatti Type 57 Ventoux Coupe. Mm. And he had a wonderful time. He said, you know, when we asked him what car he wanted to drive, he said, well, I don't want to drive a new car because I drive those all the time. Let me drive something interesting and classic. And uh, by the end of the tour, uh, before we had our, our chat, he said, yeah, I want you to find, help me find a Bentley four and a quarter. You know, so, so you know, again, it's about expanding the, the limits of our passions that's a very important thing about LinkageMag.com, uh, the website for Linkage, is the fact that Linkage is a great, big, fat, glossy quarterly with great words, wonderful art, and something really to be savored. And we know it's a quarterly, so in between the delivery of the magazine, we want you to have more. So we have a little bit of Linkage, the magazine, on LinkageMag.com, plus we have columns, we've got blogs, we've got breaking stories, as well as video content such as the... Um, the Zach Brown video. That's the first of the four that we'll post. We did four interviews together. And coming up in a week or so as well, uh, we'll have an interview on there with young Charles Lord March, the Duke of Richmond's son. Um, because one of the other things that we are committed to here at the Audrain and through Linkage Magazine is to not only encourage, but also to reveal to the world the depth of passion that young people have for cars and the car world. There is a narrative that plays in, in large media that young people don't care about cars, they only care about ride sharing, and they don't get their driver's licenses, and they're not engaged in the way that you and I, we old timers, <laughs> have been. But it's frankly not true. If you come away from New York City, from San Francisco, from Los Angeles, from Chicago, where you don't have access to public transportation and ride sharing, Having your driver's license and having a car is as important as it's ever been. And this is true all around the world. And it's one of the reasons why in our Concours, we started our groundbreaking 30 under 30 class, which is the idea of Jay Leno, uh, to showcase on the Concours field in a class eligible for best in show, cars with owners who are 30 years old and younger who have $30,000 or less invested in their cars. And it's been absolutely sensational. The reception has been amazing. One of the other things that, that I'll say is that also, take a look on all of the streaming platforms. 
is our docu a documentary made about the 2019 uh, Audrain Concours and Motor Week called Best in Class, The Making of a Concours. Uh, John Household is a brilliant director who directed the show, produced by Torque Media, and they did a wonderful job of showing, it's not a nuts and bolts about how it was a Concours put together, it's about the people who came here, the people who helped on the team to create the Concours and the entrance and how they feel and how the event made them feel. It's really a wonderful story. It is. It's fantastic. I'll put links to that on Donald Shono's page so you listeners that are on a car or a bike or running or however you're listening to us today can go back and find that and enjoy it because it's really worth a watch. And um, I'm proud to say the winner of your 30 Under 30 has been was a guest here on Cars Yeah with his Pumpkin 2002. Uh, so uh, it's fantastic what you're doing. So important for the the society, the hobby, uh, the culture around cars to bring young people in. I've had this talk with many people. They are interested. Just invite them in, bring them in. Don't keep them outside. And what you're doing with the 30 under 30 is absolutely fantastic. Now, I always ask my guests about a big challenge. No doubt going into what you're doing now probably had a few challenges to it. So maybe you could share one of those. And more importantly, how did you overcome it? What was the positive outcome of overcoming and opening yourself to that challenge? Well, yeah, it's it's that's a question that that is easier to answer than ever before. <laughs> I'll bet. <laughs> uh, uh, one of the things uh, going back to the uh, the digital initiatives, obviously, it was a big challenge to try to figure out how to connect with our audience when the museum was closed, and also how to look for other opportunities to connect with enthusiasts. And the challenge that followed that was having established this and then reopening the museum. We find ourselves, I find myself doing all the things that I was doing before, plus the new things. The new things don't go away. The old things don't go away. They come back simultaneously. I'm also still working as a consultant and appraiser. So I've actually not left one career. I simply added, added. another. <laughs> There's those facets again, more sparkle. Precisely. And 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 in the 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 lesson in this is realizing that. If I do not treat these things as separate entities, but as parts of a whole, then they're achievable. And it's also a matter of surrounding myself with and supporting and encouraging a great team of people. I've said here at the Audrain to my team that my job is to make your job easier. Your job is to make my job easier. And if we all have that attitude, then challenges are simply bumps in the road. It's, again, about facing fear, facing fears and realizing that the outcome that I can imagine in my head is far worse than any reality that, that can come to pass. So if I just say, let's just move forward. And it's been a lot of just moving forward in the last year, and it's been terrifically successful and rewarding. You know, fear, that word fear. Remember my father back when I was a young kid. I want we I grew up in Southern California. I wanted to be a surfer. Bought a surfboard, and he took me down to the beach, and I'm looking at this big ocean, and I'm full of fear, right? And he said, well, go on out there. And I said, are you sure about this? And he said, listen, Mark, and I'll never forget this. He said, fear, it's false evidence assumed real. And I've always remembered that, that what we conjured in our head, waves crashing on my head, sharks biting at my feet, people laughing at me because I don't know what I'm doing. All these things that we are afraid of are all in our brain and we can wipe them out. So let me ask you this. When those moments of fear creep into your head what are a couple things or even one thing you do to wipe them out recollection i recall the previous instances where i've had similar fear and thought about the outcome and realized that the outcome is always so much better than i ever imagined it could have been and so just taking a moment to pause because i think that for me certainly i think for a lot of other people that i know just taking a moment, if you find yourself overwhelmed, when I find myself overwhelmed, I just take a moment just to breathe and to say, okay, now let's look at it again. And it's been incredibly useful to me. A golden nugget for you listeners out there facing something new. Take a moment, breathe, and be open to it all. We'll take a break for our sponsors. We come back, we're going to talk more cars, of course, with the great Donald Osborne. Sit tight. Crash jewelry is handmade from the metal of luxury cars while preserving the original factory paint. Founder Christy Schimpke came up with the idea when she moved her jewelry studio into her husband's Los Angeles auto body shop. 
After watching beautiful Porsche ultraviolet fenders and Ferrari Rosso Corsa hoods head to the scrapyard, she developed her own unique upcycling process of cutting, bending, and sanding the metal into unique, wearable pieces of beautiful automotive art. For Women's History Month here on Cars Yeah, Crash Jewelry is giving away a special Ferrari Art Deco cuff. The cuff includes an empowering message engraved inside. Enter to win today by subscribing at CrashJewelry.com. Plus, Christy is offering Cars Yeah listeners 10% off in March when you use the code Cars yeah at checkout. That's CrashJewelry.com and use the code Cars yeah today. And don't forget to follow Christy on Instagram at CrashJewelry. I've discovered Linkage. It's a new quarterly publication and website that covers the automotive market, driving, restoring, collecting, and discovering your passion for motor vehicles. Linkage is about experiences, opinions, and values. Linkage is an actual informed, reasoned opinion based on firsthand experiences. A talented Linkage team covers the automotive world, the people who share your passion and mine Smart, considered, rational, and experienced opinions. Ones you can learn from and grow. That includes our passion that drives auctions and the collector car market. So come with me and join us on this journey. Join Linkage. Linkage, geared for the automotive life. Subscribe today at LinkageMag.com. All right, Donald, we're back. Now, since you've been on the show before, I might mix some of these questions up a little bit. I always ask my guests to share uh, a pivotal moment in their life when cars became important to them. Do you remember that pivotal moment in your life? I do. And it was, I was fairly young, not that young, but fairly young. But when I went to my first car show, my two older brothers took me to the the New York Auto Show at the old Coliseum in Manhattan. And I was absolutely overwhelmed. It was like my birthday. It was like Christmas. It was like Easter Sunday morning. It was everything I could possibly imagine. All these cars, all these possibilities. And I still, quite remarkably, I, I'll, tell, I'll tell a sad story first. Okay. A, a small story. And my mother, who, who I love dearly, may she rest in peace, didn't really understand how important cars were for me because a lot of my childhood cars – my, my toy car collection, all that. When I went away to college, it somehow disappeared on a move that she made. Uh-oh. It's okay. I've, I've come to peace with it. I have a, a fairly good uh, collection of toy cars today, and people often ask me, oh, are these the cars you had when I was a kid? No, they're not, in fact. But probably I've got a better collection now than I would have had had I kept the cars that I had as a kid because they were all banged up. But nonetheless. No doubt. <laughs> you know, having only experienced cars – in magazines and in books, because I was always a voracious reader, to see these cars in real life was astonishing. I mean, oh my God, there were Alfa Romeos and Citroëns and Maseratis and and Oscar. Oh my God, it's, it was it was absolutely remarkable to me, and it's a feeling that I actually still get today. I've been surrounded for decades, and extremely fortunate, having been surrounded for decades by some of the most extraordinary cars on the planet. But every year, something happens. I'm at an event, or and I see a car that I've either never seen before in my life, or I've only ever seen as a little black and white picture in a book. And working here at the Audrain has also been amazing because the Audrain collections. I've been. I, I first came here uh, as a consultant. Um, I appraised the collections back in 2017, and then I was asked to come on board as a consultant for the collection. And then I came on board uh, to help with the initial Concord and Motor Week. And through that association, and now here in my role, to be able to help this collection grow with the acquisition of some of the most spectacular cars and historic cars on the planet has been amazing. I mean, here in the Adrian Collections is the 1907 Renault Type uh, AI Vanderbilt Racer. And this is a car, we have a photograph of Willie K. Vanderbilt sitting in this car. And to be able to climb up into this car, Jay and I drove it down Bellevue Avenue to Marvel House, where Willie Kay lived when the car was new. And that'll be seen on a future episode of Mansions and Motorcars. That's the kind of experience that makes me an eight-year-old boy all over. <laughs> How could it not? 
and it's just it's just an absolute marvel. And strangely enough, although I don't have my model car collection, I do have the actual program from that 1964 New York Auto Show. Wow. And looking through it is also amazing because it was actually a more remarkable show than I even remembered because it was a very magical time in, in the car scene in, in the United States because the market was wide open. You had cars from Rolls-Royce to DKW to, to uh, Renault, Peugeot, and of course, Studebaker. I mean, you had this amazing lineup of cars, probably the widest uh, lineup of cars since the teens when there were hundreds of manufacturers and they were sort of were slowly whittled down to, to relatively few before World War II. And then with the influx of foreign brands, you had almost as many brands in that 1964 New York Auto Show as they had in the 1919 New York Auto Show. And that was an extraordinary thing yes. when you think about that. Yeah, mind-boggling. Absolutely. You've had a lot of very cool cars in your life. You've been around a lot, but cars you've actually owned and driven, uh, you always have a very eclectic, unique taste about you. And I know that there may be something currently maybe special in your life you could share with us, something that stands out, just to say, for today. First of all, Mark, I have to make sure that that I remember the next time I get a phone call that the government needs a diplomat. I'm going to say, <laughs> Mark Green is your man. Because, you know, <laughs> to call my, my taste in collecting interesting and eclectic is quite, quite marvelous. A lot of my friends have a totally different words for it. Um, <laughs> but, but, you know, again, that, that goes back to the whole thing of connection and, 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 and enthusiasm and true passion. Yes, I've had, I, I am generally uh, predisposed towards the underdog, you know, looking for the best qualities in cars that other people may have overlooked. And to that end, um, I can think of two things that are in my current collection. And by the way, my collection is small and has always been small because I've always believed in driving cars. And if you don't have time to drive your cars, the cars get really unhappy and then you become unhappy with the cars and it's just just not a good thing. And so I've got uh, sort of what I call three and a half old cars, three and two halves old cars. Three and two halves, okay. <laughs> Among the, the cars is a, a 1981 Ferrari 400i. And the Ferrari 400 is a car that I have always loved. Um, I'm a big sedan and, and GT car guy. I'm not the racy, open top kind of, kind of thing. I want speed, but I want speed and comfort and, and, and style, certainly. And the 400 is a car that... People thought, well, this isn't very much like a Ferrari. It's, first of all, it's got four seats. It's, it's square, and you know, and, and it's available with an automatic transmission. Oh, please! And um, Ferrari and Pininfarina did a spectacular job in designing and building the car because they designed exactly the car for the client they were looking for—a businessman who wanted to have great style, have great dash, but didn't want to call a lot of attention to himself, and uh, wanted something that was a Ferrari but wasn't screaming in his face. And mine is an automatic. And to all those people that say, automatic Ferrari, <laughs> I say this, GM Turbo Hydromatic 400. The kick down in that transmission, when you've got a Ferrari V12 in front of it, is like nothing else. Don't poo-poo it until you've experienced it yourself. So, you know, th- there's that. I mean, I- I've got a, uh, a Jaguar. So people say, oh, you know, do you have an E-Type? No, I don't have an E-Type. Oh, do you have uh, an XK120? No, I've got a Mark, a 1953 Mark 7 Saloon. Of course. And it's <laughs> an amazingly beautiful car. I've always loved the lines of these cars. And this car is, again, something which I am so incredibly excited about. I am the second owner wow. of a 1953 Jaguar sedan. I bought the car at auction uh, last year, and it uh, was sold by the estate of a fellow named Dean Edmonds Jr., um, who's a great enthusiast, and the car was a gift to him from his father on the birth of his first child. Wow. And he loved Jaguars, he loved Bugattis, so he loved speed. So when the car was two years old, he took it to the Jaguar dealer and had the engine modified to 120M spec. So it's got the C-type head, the larger twin carburetors, and it's a four-speed manual car when many of the Mark 7s that came were automatics with a sunroof, it has never been restored, and the car is a blast. It's beautiful. It's fast. I mean, they used to race these things. Sterling Moss and Mike Hawthorne used to Mark 7s. And they're amazing things. Again, what people don't know, uh, I think, is, is one of the most fun things for me is sharing things that people might not know about 
brands and cars that they think they know. Ah, oh, brilliant. Well, that's what I say. And please don't refer me to any government, okay? I don't want to have <laughs> anything to do with anything relating to the government, but I appreciate your comments uh, very much so. Here's a bit of an introspective question. I'm going to crawl into your head. This should be very interesting. If you woke up tomorrow and you were manifest as a vehicle, now this isn't what you want to be. It's your personality wrapped into the steel or the wood or the canvas or the chrome, whatever it might be, the oil and gasoline. What Donald B. And more importantly, why? Mark, that is a spectacular question. (laughs) I've never been asked, but it just goes absolutely to the heart of the kind of cars that I love and the kind of cars that I've owned. It still doesn't erase the challenge of picking one. Of course. But I think that let me ask, let me answer the question this way. And perhaps the, the, the single response will, will come to me as I answer the question. Okay. I would be a car that is quiet but stylish, a car that enjoys excitement but not flash, that is friendly and approachable, not off-putting or intimidating. And you know what? (laughs) It's so funny. To that end, I immediately think of both the Jaguar and the Ferrari 400. But I also think about my 1960 Fiat Oscar 1500 Pininfarina Coupe, which is a very quiet, elegant little car with a great screaming twin cam Oscar designed engine in it. And it's the. <laughs> wow, this is an amazing question. <laughs> you, you've, actually, you've actually succeeded in, in not exactly stumping me, but making me think so hard Good. that I, I want, I want to, I want to answer this question in a way that, that does explain to people who I am. And I think that, that those are the characteristics. Now I'm trying to think of the characteristics as expressed in a car. And there's a car that has always been a favorite car of mine and a car that I've always wanted to own. And who knows if I work hard enough, perhaps I'll get one, but I think that it does actually embody many of these qualities. And that's, the Fiat Auto Vu. Oh. And Fiat Auto Vu, uh, a uh, race car that Fiat made in the early 1950s that they made very few examples of. And it is a car that was designed around the V8 engine that Fiat had originally uh, created for a sedan for the U.S. market. And they abandoned the plants for the sedan. But the engineers that worked on the engine said, this engine is too good just to die. So in secret, they worked on a sports racing car the management didn't know about and revealed it to the management and said, we've got this two-liter V8 sports racing car that we think would be great for the brand. So they said, okay, fine, whatever. And uh, it had some really terrific success in racing in Europe and some in the U.S. as well. And these cars are absolutely amazing, Same, especially the, the factory cars designed by uh, Fabio Luigi Rappi, which are these sort of descendants of the great aerodynamic races of the 1930s with sort of an art deco look, but very, very modern still. Very much uh, sort of very slippery shape. Again, very smooth, elegant in in an amazing way for for a competition car and also very approachable. The car makes people smile when you see it and it's fun to drive. It makes a great sound. It's, It's great handling and it's comfortable. You know, a lot of cars of that period are not very comfortable to drive. So, I don't have one, unfortunately, but, you know, I think uh, a Fiat Autovu Rappi also expresses sort of who I am. It's, it's, it's a wonderful, capable, comfortable, fast race car that you could picture wearing a bow tie. nicely nicely done my friend Uh, i think that was one of the most creative answers to that question that question does bring a lot of very creative unique answers it it gets people to think which is the goal so thank you for walking us through your thought process i think that works very well for you all right we're entering what i call the last lap we're going to take a short break for our sponsors we come back kind of a bullet round fast round i know you like to get out there and go fast in elegant style so sit tight we'll be right back Have you looked under your hood recently? The average car today has more than 70 computers and 100 million lines of code. Today and tomorrow, being a professional technician requires an understanding of technology, computers, and electrical systems that are highly advanced and very complex. Cars Yeah! is honored to support TechForce Foundation as our charity of choice. Their efforts to help young people pursue a technical education 
and a fulfilling career as automotive techs is the key to an inspired life. Through scholarships, grants, and good old-fashioned hands-on experiences with vehicles, TechForce and Cars yeah are working together to connect young people with viable careers. Join us and learn more by visiting techforce.org today. All right, we're back, and here we go, the last lap. What's one of your personal habits, Donald, that you believe has contributed to your many successes and all the things you do? I think we could come back to what I said a little earlier, Mark, which is being open, being open to change, open to opportunity, open to taking a risk. And I become, interestingly enough, the older I get, the less afraid I am of risks and the more rewarding it's become. Perfect. Now, you've had no doubt many meals and drinks with all sorts of incredible people around the world. There's probably one or two that you'd still like to sit down with, or I'll add somebody that maybe has passed, somebody from the distance, far distant past. Uh, Who would that be if I could wave my magic wand for you today? I think that person would probably be Juan Manuel Fangio. And my Spanish is not very good. So once you wave your, your wand, you also have to provide me with Spanish as well. Although perhaps we can carry on a conversation si. in Italian. Uh, <laughs> bueno. <laughs> uh, I, I had the opportunity uh, last year to visit the Fangio Museum in Valcarce, uh, Argentina. And the man was absolutely astonishing. And if I can cheat and have a meal with two people, it would be Fangio and Dan Gurney. Whoa. Because thinking about the accomplishments of those two men and just the strength they showed in creativity is just just astonishing. That would be an amazing That evening. would be quite – I'd <laughs> want to sit in on that one for sure. I'd just sit back and listen for sure. When it comes to – I'm going to twist this one a little bit for you. Since you're around old cars, if somebody out there listening wants to buy their first collectible fun car, this could be something inexpensive or if maybe they've got a very well-heeled checkbook in their back pocket – What's the best one piece of advice you would offer to them when they go out and seek to find their dream ride? Decide first what you want to do with it and what you want it to do for you. If you like to do rallies or tours, get a car that's comfortable, that's fast enough for you, that you feel comfortable in. Uh, If you like to do shows, then get a car that is going to uh, be important enough to get attention that's historic if you just want to take the family out for rides to, for ice cream or to go on a weekend trip with a significant other, get a car that fits the luggage, that fits the people. And most important, get a car that really makes your pulse race every time you think of it and you see it. Because if, some, if you buy a car today and tomorrow someone else would only pay you half of what you paid for the car, it won't matter because the car still does for you what it did for you the day you bought it. Brilliant, brilliant advice for sure. And I always ask about a great resource. We have so many these days. I'm going to lead the show here or the answer, I should say, and say you've got to go to linkagemag.com because there we go. I got the bow from Donald uh, because it's an incredible resource. And, and being a new publication, I'll tell you, the magazine itself is brilliant. When you get it, you feel like you have something special. It's not something you're going to put in the recycling bin. You're going to put it on your shelf and refer back to it because it is this large format, which other publications are going towards, which I really find fascinating. Triple zero that Pete Stout's doing for Porsches. Uh, Magneto, of course, uh, Avance up here in the Pacific Northwest. This is the new future for magazines, I really believe. Uh, So aside from LinkageMag.com, is there another one that's a good go-to for you? Well, I think that there are so many great resources um, to learn about cars and learn about the market. Uh, What the Classic Car Trust is doing, I think, is absolutely wonderful with their publication, The Key, uh, looking at the top collectors in the world and also sort of what moves people And what makes the market move, I think, is very, very important. I think that Adolfo Orsi's book, which he publishes with uh, Raffaele, which is the Historica Selecta book, which reviews all of the auction sales for the year and, more importantly, does great in-depth analysis of how the sales worked out internationally, what they mean in terms of turnover, what trends are actually visible in terms of the market. And if you go back to past issues, you can actually see long-term trends, which is the most important thing to look at. And that all ties into, coming back to linkage, um, (laughs) that all ties into understanding that markets move because of us. We buy the cars we like. 
Therefore, that moves the market. We don't buy cars because the market is moving. And a lot of people see that backwards. And I think that's something that that is, is very, very important to keep in mind. Absolutely. Now, Donald, I always ask my guests about a book. You mentioned one there. I'm, of course, going to start this one for you as well, because I have this on my shelf. You were on my show and we talked about this and you listeners can go back and, and listen. Donald, atop of everything else, decided to become an author. Uh, his Transatlantic Style, A Romance of Fins and Chrome is a magnificent book. Is the book still available for people to buy? The book is absolutely still available. You can buy it. In fact, you can buy it here at the Audrain Automobile Museum. If you go to the website, audrainautomuseum.org, you can go to our store and you can buy the book here. Uh, it's also available on Amazon as well. And uh, Steely Transatlantico, Transatlantic Style, A Romance of Fins and Chrome, uh, tells the story of the creative exchange between Italy and America in post-war automotive design. And it's a story that has long fascinated me since I'm I've got great, very deep connections to Italy. I still do work do work in Italy. I haven't been since uh, last February, but I hope to get back soon. And um, the entire spirit of Italy and Italian cars really sort of resonates with me. Uh, cars that have that have great spirit and and energy, and the people who created them. And uh, so I definitely recommend that everyone buy this book because it's a story about those cars and how they came to be, and also about the creative powers here in America and in Italy, all beautifully illustrated with some wonderful photographs uh, by the brilliant Michael Furman, taken in studio and on location, which you don't often get a chance to see location photos taken by Michael Furman. So that's a real treat, I think, for a lot of people who think of him as only doing a certain style of photography. And uh, great contribution as well from uh, friends of mine like Don Williams and uh, Corrado Lopresto, the great Italian collector as well in the book. In terms of uh, books that I've read recently that, that I've really enjoyed, I recently read a great book that uh, told me a lot about a character uh, with whom I've been fascinated for a very long time, and that's Henry Ford. And it's not a new book, but uh, it's called I Invented the Modern Age, The Rise of Henry Ford by Richard Snow. And it's quite fascinating because it explains so much about Henry Ford and, and who he was and the, the great contradiction built into him. And it's a great human story because it's, it's sort of a, a cautionary tale of being careful what you wish for. Probably more than any single person on the planet was really responsible for 20th century urbanization uh, because he gave people the opportunity to travel and relocate themselves. And he wanted to make life easier because he did not like living, uh, growing up in the farm country. And once everyone had moved to the cities, he hated what the cities became and had this great nostalgia for the lost rural agricultural life of America. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, so it, it, it made for, for quite the contradiction uh, in, in the man, and I think led to a lot of the, the conflicts that he suffered later in life. Plus, it's, it's, it's a great insight as well into his relationship with the amazingly brilliant Edsel Ford, a man who I want to learn a lot more about because he's, he's somebody who, who I really am, am really drawn to. Wonderful, wonderful books. I'll make sure I put links to everything here on Donald's show notes page. You can go and find that on the Cars yeah website, including Donald's past shows. All right, Donald, you may have already answered this question. Every guest gets a car. I buy everybody a car. Five cars a week, 1,757 cars. That's why I'm broke. I'm going to buy you a very cool car today. Anything on the planet to park in your garage. I know that you're your taste changes all the time, which is the great thing about you. You're never stagnant. You're never sitting still, always on the go. But just for today, am I going to buy you that Fiat Autovu, or is there something else lurking in the back of your head? Well, you know, Mark, I appreciate greatly your generosity, but I also want to be considerate. Okay. So no, you don't have to stretch to the Autovu. You can buy another one of my all-time dream cars from, from my relative youth, which is a Citroen SM. Oh my gosh. Uh, there you go. Twisting me again. Holy cow. <laughs> Why? <laughs> well, thinking about my, my great passion for all things Italian and also thinking about my enthusiasm for the creative French mind, uh, the Citroen SM is just this amazing fusion of very particular 19, late 1960s, early 1970s French style and Maserati power, the thing that everyone complains about in the Citroen is the fact that they're amazing cars, but the engines are not very much. Mm -hmm. So when you take an amazing car like a Citroen with that wonderful hydro suspension and that great style and you put an actual engine in it, 
I'm there. I'm sold. I'm hooked. <laughs> well, it's very kind of you to be considerate of my 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 wallet. I appreciate that. <laughs> Says another thing about Donald Osborne, very respectful human being. Donald, you've taken us on another great ride today, as you always do. Thank you for spending some time out of your extremely busy life for me and the listeners here on Cars Yeah. Before I let you go, before I let you drive among the mansions in Newport in that beautiful Citroen SM, could you leave us with, with one parting thought of wisdom and guidance. Always be true to your heart. Perfect. I love it. I love it. Listeners, you can find everything here. By the way, you got to go and subscribe to Linkage. Go to their website. I'll put a link to that. Wonderful publication. You will not be disappointed. Check out uh, the Audrain uh, website, Audrain Auto Museum. And of course, are we going to have a Concours this year? That's the big question. We are indeed having a Concours. The Concord and Motor Week begins on September 30th and runs through October 3rd, when we'll be holding the Audrain Newport Concord d'Elegance on the lawn at the Breakers Cottage. All right. The cottage. Yes, the little cottage. Listeners, again, thanks for joining us today. Donald, thank you for making my day. And thank you, Mom's Day, too. And no doubt she's still smiling out there. Until you and I talk again, I'll see you maybe at one of those little cottages. Thanks so much, Mark. This has been great. Hey, fellow inspiring automotive enthusiasts, did you know if you subscribe at carsyad.com, I'll send you my free filler up book? It's an ebook filled with fuel, filler fun, and inspirational quotes from past guests here on Cars Yeah. Plus, you'll get a weekly wrap up email from me every Friday, and your name will be in the hat for one of the many free giveaways here at Cars Yeah. Simply go to carsyeah.com and click on the free book button, and boom, you're in the club. And don't forget to subscribe to Cars Yeah on your mobile podcast app, and you'll get the Cars Yeah show delivered right to your mobile device every day, absolutely free. Inspiring automotive enthusiasts, that's what we're all about. Here at Cars Yeah. Thanks for listening. Thank you so much for joining us on today's ride here at Cars Yeah. Drive on over to CarsYeah.com to find show notes and inspiring automotive fun. Download your free copy of Filler Up, a fun book filled with gorgeous photographs of fuel filler fun, including quotes from more inspiring automotive enthusiasts. Download your copy today, and we'll see you next time on Cars Yeah.